Hello everyone, you are currently listening to the Chirp Podcast. Um, podcast, good job. <laughs> I would like to start off with something simple. Um, and this is my first time, I don't really know how to do this or what to exactly talk about. But I think I'll be able to muster up something. Maybe I can just start with a question. Hmm. Well, a question that I like to ask people sometimes is, what is your favorite memory? But no one has really asked me, so why not answer it myself? Hmm. Personally, I think, let's see. Oh, one of my favorite memories was when I was about five or six years old. I didn't really have much, and it was just my mother and I. We were living with our grandfather after coming in off the streets a couple times. And I never had, like, a proper birthday, and it never mattered to me. I was always happy, super happy with whatever. I didn't mind the circumstances. As long as I was with my mom, I was fine. (laughs) My mom was my best friend, and I honestly couldn't think of anyone I was ever closer with so another reason that makes this such a good memory for me one day we were just in my yard our grandfather's yard per se and he's a hoarder so he has a lot of junk and stuff in his yard and there's this old washing machine and my mom plopped me on top of it And she said, cover your eyes and wait here. And I said, okay. So I covered my eyes, tried not to peek. (laughs) And she walked away and went to the garage. And I heard her opening a fridge. She comes back out and places something on top of the washer. And tells me to open my eyes. And I see this chocolate cake. It's like those little pound cakes you'll see while in the grocery store. Or in a nice little bake shop on the corner. And I was so, so happy. I couldn't believe it, you know. Currently, I don't really like chocolate cake, but every time I do eat it or see it, I just kind of get reminded of that. And it's really nice feeling um, that little bleak happiness that split second in time just thinking of that thinking of my mother and I sitting and just chowing down no plates no forks just using our hands on eating this chocolate cake and it was just such a nice day it was a really good feeling as well because my mom she always felt bad she was always apologizing for everything because I didn't always get presents for Christmas and I remember one year I did my mom got me a couple presents I think two or three maybe four I can't exactly remember but (laughs) um she always apologized for not on her terms at least doing enough or you know feeling 
like she wasn't providing for me and I would always tell her I'm like what are you talking about this is awesome come on and it really was I enjoyed everything about being with her and all of those experiences no matter how bad they were or how grim they might seem I was always happy which nowadays it kind of makes me sad because I'm in a way better spot now um I have a home you know I'm able to eat every day and I have clean clothes and I get tons of gifts for, for Christmas and birthday parties every year and this that and the third and I'm not as happy as I was back then um it it might sound naive or just ignorant, like, oh, you have the world and I have this. How could you feel this way? I know, I know, but I can't help it. I just do. And I've made an effort to try and talk it out. This is a nice source. Um, and write about it, do whatever I can to let it out and to be heard. So... I can let the world know that they're not alone and that if they're feeling some type of way, they can just listen to someone else talk about their problems for once and not feel the obligation to hide theirs or to have to talk about theirs all the time. Because I feel like that's something that's very prominent in our world, to either hide it or talk about it all the time or just shut up and don't talk about it at all. And... uh, I'm glad that there's ways of outlet for these things. And sometimes people do abuse it, but, I mean, that's with anything. You can't be soft to things like that. So, yeah. That's one of my favorite memories and one of my answers to those questions. Um, Another question I like to ask people is... Hmm... I don't really know. Maybe, oh, a question someone has asked me before is, what do you think the world would be like if everyone was just okay? Not like everything was perfect in some utopia and not like the whole world was gone to shit, like some dystopian, you know, reality. And I sat and thought for a second, what if everyone was just okay? Yeah, sometimes we're a little tight on money, but we're still living, we're fine. Or, hey, that got a little raise, that's nice. And I said, well, I feel like the world would be just that, okay. You know, I feel like there wouldn't be no variation in anything, and things would probably seem to get boring, you know? There's a lyric to this song, Typical Story, Typical Story, sorry, by Hopo Johnson. And he said, What's the point of finding calm if calm to me is unsettling? And that actually really resonates and makes a lot of sense because personally, with my anxiety, I would say, um, I do feel that when I'm calm and everything has just been you know, settled and serene for a while, it just feels like you're anticipating something bad to happen. And that's why I feel like the world would be okay, but still be in a constant state of ready and um, 
just preparedness for it not to be. And just, it would be kind of, it would be hard to be comfortable. Like, it would be hard getting comfortable whilst being comfortable. <laughs> I don't really know how to explain. Kind of like whatever sleeping situation you're in, whether you sleep in a car, bed, or floor, you know, where you sleep. You might sleep somewhere comfortable, but you just can't get comfortable, you know? Say you're sleeping in a bed, and it's nice, and you're just all nice and warm and toasty and all so sleepy. You're comfortable, but for some reason, something is just stopping you from sleeping. That's the only way I know how to explain it. I'm sorry. But yeah, that's my response to that question. Mm. Another. Hmm. Uh, I had someone ask me, why are you so weird? And in my head, I was like, ha, I'm weird. <laughs> and um, every time someone says something about being weird, I just think, aren't we all weird? Not even just like a personal level, like how we all interact with people and the hobbies we choose to pick up. But like, physically, the human body is weird and gross. So aren't we all weird just on that premise? <laughs> but I go to a um, predominantly black school, predominantly black and Latino. And people ask me, why do you talk so white or... Why do you listen to that kind of music? Or why do you do this? Like, blah, blah, blah. I remember I was talking with my friends about a poem I had written. And one kid had the audacity to come up to me and was like, fuck you writing poetry for? And I was just like, dude, because I can. What does it matter to you? It's my poetry, not yours. It's kind of weird. What was the question? Oh, I whole forgot the question. Oh, why are you so weird? <laughs> Sorry, I get kind of lost, but my question, my response to that question would be, because I can. There's not a lot of things you have control over in this day and age, especially depending on your age. You know, being 15, yeah, I can choose what I wear in the morning and I can choose whether to make my bed or brush my teeth and eat breakfast and I can choose to do my work in class, but... Sometimes it just feels so, like, I, sometimes I just feel so confided into that, but not comfortably. Being able to confide in something is to be able to rely on or come into willingly and comfortably, and I don't. I literally go to school for fun. Not like I have a choice anyway. My mom would be like, you're taking your ass to school, but, um... I like being out of the norm. I like things that are different. I like things that are just out of the ordinary. Not to sound quirky or whatever, but I do genuinely like certain things. Not just because everyone else is liking it or this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. I genuinely do like things like how the world... Stop saying like, dude. Jesus. You know, how the world is all obsessed with retro all of a sudden. And when there was already, like, a small group of people that were, they were considered weird. But now, if you don't dress that way or if you don't do this, you're kind of looked at as weird as well. Which is 
kind of mind-boggling and confusing. So it's just a lot of things are starting to become cool that weren't. Like, braces back then were gross, and now everyone's like, if he don't got braces, I don't want it. Like, <laughs> that's a thing. And certain fashion choices and just certain hobbies. Like, back then, writing was either seen as like a super cool thing or a super weird thing, or being in film was kind of weird because, like, that's a useless job, and now everyone's like, you can make so much money this and the third and it just it's kind of confusing and it kind of sucks because at least being an outcast you have something to call your own you can say oh i listen to my chemical romance and the gorillas and slipknot this and the third you could say that but now everyone's just like oh man did you did you listen to that new song by slipknot when you look at them like what the fuck you're talking about but you just do this have you done that dude Hey, do you like my Nike Cortez? Like, I don't really know any other word to describe it other than cringy. It's a very big cringe culture where people were literally bobbing, like bopping and just completely, you know, dogging a way of life or a certain aspect of things or just someone's personal thing, like choice that they made themselves. And now they think it's cool, all of a sudden. Like, (laughs) who had that idea? It kind of feels like us weirdos don't have a lot to ourselves now. Which, eh, it's a free world. And there's billions upon billions of people here. So we can't say, I'm the creator of this. I'm the only one that has ever done this ever. But it does suck sometimes. One perfect example of this is... um. One of my older best friends in middle school, I won't mention her name, we were best friends, like best, best friends. We were super close. We were like white on rice. We, you couldn't separate us in seventh grade. And we would look at the popular girls and be like, I don't know why they do that. That is just so annoying and disrespectful and this blah, blah, blah. But she had family in that was like popular or considered popular and she was too but she stepped down to my level and became friends with me like we were really really close and i enjoyed every second of being with her and her me i hope and now when we were in eighth grade she just started to fall off and fall back and she wouldn't really talk to me and it really started to hurt And she started hanging with the popular people. And it would be very painful because, say for instance, she didn't show up to school one day. I would get off, because we rode the same bus. I would get off at her bus stop. Walk to her house. Knock on her door. And ask her, oh, I didn't see you at school today. Were you okay? Oh, yeah, I missed the bus. Or I was just feeling a little sick. Okay. da 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 And she's like, okay, thanks for checking up on me. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then walk a mile to the library to meet up with my sister who went to a different school until our mom can come pick us up. I went through this effort to make sure she was okay, and it didn't get reciprocated, and it really hurt, like really bad. So I just started to become weird. I stopped trying to 
try I stopped trying to be like those people you know and now I find myself happier people still talk about me and that's fine I don't care they're irrelevant anyway I still have my group of people that I hang out with I'm in my happy relationship I'm I don't want to say it but I'm thriving um (laughs) and just why do you like being weird why are you weird why are you so weird answer that question is I like being weird because it's just me and it makes me feel good it makes me feel better to get out of this cage it makes me feel better to be able to stretch my legs and walk around out of this manufactured world so cold pressed and hardened to be the way that it is and the way people try and force opinions and stuff it's nice to be able to say oh yeah i'm weird because i do this now i'm not saying that oh i listen to my chemical romance and this i'm so quirky and unique this and a third i'm not saying that at all but it's nice to be able to get out of the mainstream because it's just i don't know I'm not saying like my chemical romance and a few others are underground, but not a lot of people, um, where I'm from at least, will listen to them and do some of the other things. Like some people at my school skate, which I think is really cool. I've been wanting to get into skateboarding for a while, just have to get a board, but anyway. <laughs> uh, or my, my best friend, he's actually bought it up a couple times and I've become friends with him and he's been a really big inspiration I really like uh, the way he dresses and the way he is his attitude for the world and just him he's a really cool person to be around you can talk to him about anything and be who you want to be around him and he's just chill about it and if he has something to say he'll say it and that's actually really shaped me because I was so busy trying to be like the other girls I saw at my school. And he was just like, why? Just, that's why. Why would you do that? And I was like, that's a good question. <laughs> so I went from trying to wear these Fashion Nova fits to wearing vintage t-shirts and all this other bullcrap. And just making my own fashion choices. And it's really empowering. Even though something as simple as a shirt and some jeans in a jacket it really does change things and it's made me feel a lot better as personally I've never had a lot of body image issues I did have a point where I absolutely hated my body because of the way it looked but I couldn't really help it and eventually my body just started changing on its own and it fixed itself I never got to the point and I understand some people do do this or have gotten to this point and it actually it really breaks my heart to hear this but some people get to that suicidal point with their body issues and other things where they just don't feel confident enough and they separate themselves from the world and other people and feeling like they are undeserving of all this amazing sometimes amazing I should say world has to offer and it it's really sad and that's why I like to try and help people 
with that especially, but as I was saying, I never really had many body image issues, so it was even better for me to go up and try different things in fashion and this, that, and the third. Learning how to dress was actually something that has been really good for me, because if I just wake up and I don't know what to do, I'll start putting on clothes and trying new things, and I get compliments on my outfits, and people just say, oh, you just look so good, this and that third, and it's nice. It's a nice feeling. But I remind myself not to rely on that. Not to, like, wear a new outfit that I created the day before. You know, but... <gasps> sorry. <laughs> the night before. And get all pissy when I don't get an, a compliment for it. Because, oh well. Who cares? If I like what I'm wearing, I like what I'm wearing. That's all that matters. And that's what I think. As long as you like the thing, that's all that matters. You know, as long as you are okay that you are not perfect, as long as you're okay that you are not the best, as long as that you are okay that not everything is going to go your way, you'll be so much happier. That's something that I've definitely learned. I become happy with my small, petite self. I don't have a big chest and I definitely don't have a big butt, but I've definitely found happiness in, oh Lord Jesus. What's going on now? Oh, big man's going outside. But <laughs> I've felt myself with a lot more happiness. Just being okay. Being able to sit down and breathe. That's the thing. Being able to breathe in all this tight space is so relieving. And one of the best things that you can try and teach yourself just to be able to breathe and be okay. Because as long as you're calm in your mind and okay, that sometimes things go wrong, sometimes things aren't perfect, and sometimes things just won't ever be perfect. As long as you're okay with that, you'll be okay and have the power to do anything. And I'm being honest, because it's worked for me. I love how this just came into like a little self-help thing, but as I was saying, finding calm, knowing that it's not always going to be there, will make you more calm. Just coming to a realization that not all things will work out. Not all things are the way that in your mind they should be, and not all things are the way or the best that they could be but there's so much more to do so much more to see so much other things that are perfect so much other things that you can be happy and okay with that pondering on that one thing won't be worth it in the end because say you spend four years of your life just hating your body just absolutely hating it and you could have spent four years finding something else you love like writing, or music, or makeup, or clothes, or whatever. And it may be hard to get into those, you know, with body issues, but if you don't want to, if you don't try to see any good in anything at all, like, if you say, oh, my hips are too wide, or, you know, I have too much of a stomach, if you get too hooked on that, 
nothing's gonna get better and it's gonna suck even more like honestly so just try your best to be happy with you be happy being weird be yourself don't worry about what someone says as long as you're not hurting yourself or others you are going to be fine I'm not saying you can be an asshole and everyone just because it's not physically hurting them it's okay but as long as you're just chill and you do what's held to you the world will be okay the world will just be that much sweeter because of you Well, thank you for listening to me chirp for a quarter of an hour, almost, and I really appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoy this first episode. I'm quite sure not many people will see it or hear it, but I had a lot of fun making it, and I hope you enjoyed listening. Bye!